There are so many cool movies that are either about Christmas or just so happen to have taken place during Christmas, so they are thought of as a holiday tradition. I'm talking to you, diehard. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. And today's episode also comes packed with a cool podcast video short. A quick, concentrated two-minute video on television on the Weather Network or by going to our homepage at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Check that out after you listen to the full story here. Some of my faves include Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. But stuff happens all the time during and after Christmas. So that's why today's episode is being called The Nightmare Before, During, and After Christmas. Today, right here, right now, on this day in weather history. This December 2013 North American Storm Complex was a significant one. It featured everything you'd always want in a storm but were afraid to ask for. And they all happened in one storm, remember. We had a full-on winter storm with heavy snow, strong winds, blowing and drifting, snow whiteouts. We also had a legit crippling ice storm. And just to make it almost comically impossible, this event also featured a tornado outbreak that impacted the central and eastern portions of Canada, parts of the central Great Plains, the southern United States, and the northeastern United States. This devastating storm produced freezing rain and snow to the affected areas, which caused massive damage to electric power transmission and trees before it finally and mercifully dissipated on December 23rd, just 48 hours before Christmas morning. December 19th. It started as an area of low pressure that had formed over Texas. Then it went on a path consistent with what we call a Texas low. It passed through Arkansas and Oklahoma, and then the warm front nosed its way into the Midwest and the Great Plains where lower temperatures drawn in from Canada collide with this warmer front, resulting in ice accumulation. December 20th. It entered Ontario, Canada in the middle of the afternoon, and immediately a freezing rain warning was issued. Yeah, folks, the horses were now out of the barn. Ontario was hit hard. The worst hit areas were along the shores of the Great Lakes. Trenton reported three centimeters or one and a quarter inches of ice accretion on roads and trees. It was severe enough to cause widespread power outages where trees and branches were breaking and falling into power lines. On the roads, there were several automobile accidents on the Highway 401. Towns were declaring states of emergency knowing it would take a day or more for power to return. There were also several areas in this province where thousands of customers remained without power until well after Christmas Day. In all, over 600,000 Hydro One customers were reported to have suffered power outages at the height of the storm. In the massive city of Toronto and its surrounding GTA or Greater Toronto Area, they suffered the harshest effects of the ice storm. The first wave of freezing rain coated the city in a significant accretion of ice, but it was still at that point manageable. What no one wanted was the second ice wave. December 22nd. The second ice wave was by far more powerful that struck the city in the early morning. Utility poles and tree branches collapsed under the weight of the thick ice. The city of Toronto and Toronto police each opened 13 community reception centers and facility community warming centers. At the height of wave two, over 300,000 Toronto Hydro customers had no electricity, and I remind you, no heating. December 24th, Christmas Eve. 
69,800 customers throughout Toronto were still without electricity. And because of that, about 1,000 people spent that Christmas Eve in warming centers, displaced from their homes, left behind, frozen, and in the dark. Decorated for the season, but now impossible to inhabit safely. The people of Quebec were particularly skittish about this potential for another ice storm. Remember that it was only back in 1998 when they suffered what most still remember today as the big one. Wind gusts of 85 kilometers per hour or 53 miles per hour took the snow accumulations of up to 30 centimeters or 12 inches and blew it everywhere, drifting against everything in its path and shutting down visibility of any kind. Accumulations of freezing rain of up to three centimeters or over one and a quarter inches were reported over areas of the eastern townships, leaving over 50,000 Hydro-Quebec power outages caused by the accumulation of ice. And then next in line were the Atlantic provinces, where 53,000 residents in New Brunswick and 12,000 residents in Nova Scotia were also without electricity. And as for the United States, the storm there sadly resulted in 27 deaths. A million residents were without power in this dead-of-winter event, costing over $200 million U.S. dollars in damages. And it moved in and wiped out Christmas for millions across two countries this day in weather history. Tomorrow is December 20th, and after today's episode dominated by stories of a crippling loss of power during a winter storm, I wanted to bring you the details behind the most destructive storm in BC hydro history. It happened back in 2018, so everyone affected by it remembers it still today and hope nothing like that nightmare ever happens again. We'll get to it tomorrow on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.